You already have people at the highest level fighting each other, setting up head kicks in the fifth round to get once-in-a-lifetime moments. And then you want people to get entertained by two guys holding their hands behind their back and just slapping each other in the face? You have the epitome of combat sports. Why the fuck would you just debase yourself? You should have let all these other organizations run out of money doing it and then let that fad go. But no, you put it on fucking TBS. And you couldn't even keep it on TBS. It had to go to Rumble. Had to go to Rumble, dude. I mean. Alright. Let's break it down. UFC 286. Ha ha ha. Leon Edwards versus Kamaru Usman for the third time. Rubber match. Number three. We're going to go over the card, obviously. It takes place in the O2 Arena. Big deal. London. Saturday. Oh, no, it's on Saturday. I thought it was on Sunday. Maybe Sunday their time. It's Sunday their time. Mm. But for us, Saturday, 5 p.m., I love it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm... Sponsor me, McDonald's. Um, prelims, 1 p.m. Yes. So, fights to look out for. Well, I've got the page up. Leon Murphy. Great fighter. Love watching him. Uh, going against the 10-0 Gabriel Santos. I'm pretty sure Leon Murphy was supposed to fight somebody else. Nathaniel Wood. I think he was supposed to fight Nathaniel Wood. It was cool. They, like... They, like, shook hands about it. They were like, I'll fight you. And he's like, yeah, I'll fight you too. And then they did their, like, British thing. And they are like, fuck yeah, let's do it. But now he's fighting Gary Santos. Nathaniel Wood pulled out. I like Nathaniel Wood as well. Um, Would have been a good fight. Joanne Calderwood. Or Joanne Wood. Fighting Luna Carol or Carolina, who... Um... Meatball Molly McCann spinning back fisted, spinning back elbowed. I'm gonna go with Wood. I mean, she she was like the number one contender in the world as a flyweight. And look at it, look at it. This is what I'm saying. We only care about winners, and I'm not saying it's a in this in a. It's nothing against anybody. I'm not saying oh you're a loser. Fuck you, you're a loser. I'm just saying if you lose, this is what happens. You're on the early prelims, which obviously not that big of a deal. You're still on a pay-per-view card. But when you used to be where Alexa Grosso is, like right there. I mean, not anymore. Alexa Grosso won. She she uh, rose to the occasion. But she would get right to that position where she would be up next to fight Valentina. Lose and look at where you are now. Like, look at the road she's now has to build back. And... At her age and her time in the sport, is that something she's thirty-seven? Is that something that she wants to do? Now I think she beats Luana Car- Carolina just because of the experience and like she doesn't belong down there fighting. No disrespect to Luana, but like of her skill level, um, I just I think she should be fighting higher opponents. I just don't like. Is the title even something worth her? fighting for or is she just gonna you know whatever I'll fight on this pay-per-view I'll fight on the next pay-per-view and then just make money that way which is fine totally fine just gotta know where we're at in our career Jai Herbert versus Luvit Klein 
banger of a guard or a banger of a fight. I like it. Jai Herbert at home could be Leon Edwards, his training partner, could be the moment. But Luvit Klein, fast, has great combinations, but he's been kind of on a skid for a guy that I I was I had high hopes for. Um. Oh, he won his last fight. He won his last fight. Oh, he won his last two fights. Oh, it was the Landwehr fight and the Mike Trezana fight. I didn't even realize he fought two times. I'll have to go look at those fights. And then Veronica Macedo versus Juliana Miller. Juliana Miller, I think a Dana White contender series versus Mrs. Hardy. Dan Hardy's fiance or wife, um, fan, fan of both of them. So that's why I bring it up. All right. So in the, the prelims, Mohammed Mokov, 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 Mokov versus Jafel Filo. This is a fight from Mohammed to, to win essentially. He's like the biggest prospect at flyweight coming up. He wants to be the youngest flyweight or youngest UFC champion. Probably not going to happen, but that was his goal. Um, so obviously good to watch. Chris Duncan versus Omar Morales. Omar, tough fighter. Chris Duncan coming from Dana White Contender Series, it looks like, because of the color of the circle. Yeah. Chris, the problem, Duncan. Daniel Contender Series. And then Omar Morales. He is... Ah, that's how I know him. He G, Giga Jacasey beat him. Jesus. He fought at lightweight. Featherweight. Oh, okay. So he's, no, he's at lightweight now. Ooh. That's one of those things. If you can't make up your weight class mind, you got some problems already. And then Jack Shore versus Makwan Americani. Jack Shore, everyone thinks he's like the Welsh GSP. I just think he's a very good fighter. Now he has does he does have shades in the sense that he's got a very good double leg and a jab. But um, he's a featherweight, so he's not George. He's also built differently. He's just a very technical fighter, and I think this is against Makwan is just another step up in competition. And as much as Makwan can spoil the party, he's gone up to featherweight. So I think this is a pretty good welcome to featherweight. Because once you if you beat Makwan, I mean that's from here on out, you know, top fifteen for sure. It's a pretty quick step into top fifteen as well. All right, main card, Marvin Vittori versus Roman Delizzi. Now, Marvin Vittori, tough fighter. Um, I don't think, I've never really been impressed with him technically. I really don't understand how he gets to where he gets to the top of the middle division. But I think with Roman, you're going to see the, the discrepancy that he somehow capitalized on by, like, not... Like, being tough isn't enough. You can't just be tough. And I think Roman Delizzi being tough and then also being a guy that's been spoiling the party 
I think it's his chance to spoil the party. He kind of fights like Marvin, not 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 specifically like Marvin in a way, but same kind of style, like just brutish. And I think between these two buzz saws, I think Roman's gonna Roman's gonna come away with being the the better buzz saw. And then you have Casey O'Neill fighting Jennifer Maya, essentially up and comer prospect who I really like watching fight in Casey O'Neill. Versus Jennifer Maya tested a girl that went to the decision with the champ, really pushed the champ at the time. Um, well experienced. I'm gonna go with Casey just because I, I'm on her bandwagon, so it's less of a through straight accolades. I think obviously Jennifer Maya and her style probably should beat Casey O'Neill. I'm just on the hype train of Casey O'Neill. You have the return of Gunnar Nelson. Versus Brian Barberina. I'm going to take Gunner all day. Once again, more, more versatility and diversity in his games. They're about the same age, too. Um, obviously, Brian Barberina is coming off the win, and Gunner, I don't, I think he's coming off of a win. I'm pretty sure. They beat Takashi Sato. And I just think Gunner's dynamic style of the in and out and then the wrestling the jiu-jitsu, as much as it does get streamlined into half guard, pass the half guard, take the back, choke him out, I think even in that, Brian's going to have a hard time with the technician in that sense. The in and out movement, the karate style, it's going to be hard for a brawler like Brian Barberina to deal with that. So I think it's a good fight for Gunner Nelson to come, like, to you know, continue his winning streak. Suppose I think he was supposed to fight someone else as well, so that's why Daniel Rodriguez. That fight, to me, is a little bit harder. That, that, that in my opinion, I would have gone Daniel Rodriguez. This one, I think, is more suitable for Gunner as far as Styles make fights. All right, now the two big fights. Co-main event versus main event. Co-main event, Justin Gaethje versus Rafael Fazeev. I'm going to go Rafael Fazeev. Um... Being a huge fan, being uh, in his class, being friends with Matt Semper, who's also friends with Rafael and assistant coaching, and well, now I guess he head coaches and just being along for the ride with Rafael and just kind of going, you know, really knowing him before he got on the big stage is it's kind of fun to see. I also just think, once again, the diversity in the striking, the variety in his game, it's going to change. It's going to it's gonna only give him, it's only going to benefit him. The kicks, the changing of stances, the rhythm, the punching power on top of his knowledge of striking. I don't think people understand his, I mean, his footwork on its own. Is crazy. I will get. I will say. The levels of detail in boxing that Justin has, all the way up here. Fazib doesn't have as much boxing. Right detail. Trevor Whitman is the boxing guy, so the detail right is like Fazib's here with his boxing, Justin's here with his boxing. 
However, this is MMA. So when it comes to the whole game of kicking as well, it starts to level out. All right, now it comes to the wrestling. Technically, Justin should be here, but Justin never uses his wrestling in an offensive way. So I don't think this fight, it's going to just change. So as far as coming into like a clench area, I think that's where Fazeev actually gains footing. Is I think if they do clench, it's not going to be in a way where Justin's going to be shooting takedowns. Justin likes using the clench for uppercuts and dirty boxing. But against a Muay Thai practitioner, that's not something you want to be in. So I think the engaging in the clinch in the car crash, as he likes to put it, is actually a disservice to Justin. Closing the distance, getting in that clinch range is actually gonna do is actually gonna hinder him by getting beat up with knees, elbows, and all the things that Fazeev is very good at in the clinch, and not also having the the neural pathway to do the marab and shoot every you know every so often. It's gonna be hard for him to just change his game plan like that, and I don't. And that's where I think this is a perfect matchup for Fazeev, where you got a guy super aggressive with punching, almost closing distance for you, and a, just a an assassin with his with his striking. Not a guy that's gonna like sit on the back and be patient with his punch. Like a guy that's gonna push the pace, where Fazeev is gonna be able to start picking up, and you know, picking shots. And that's why I think a late TKO. Probably second round, third round TKO from Fazeev versus Justin. Hell yeah. And then finally, Leon Edwards versus Kamar Usman. Bro, their records are like... Literally, the only difference on their records is Kamaru's win over Leon. That's wild. That's crazy. If Leon beats Kamaru, Leon has a better record than Kamaru. That's bananas. I'm telling you, this fight isn't as like one-sided as it as it always seems. I think fighting at the O2, this actually sways me to believe that Leon is going to do it again. I I really do believe Leon's going to do it again. I just think Kamaru and Justin are happy to be there. The way I'm picking up on the feeling of the mentality and stuff, I just feel like they're happy to be there again. And I don't think... Usman doesn't really have that fire of, I want my belt back. If you're that much of a reigning champion, you have a desire and a passion and a fire in your eyes that's like, I want my property back. That's mine. I was there for so long. Give it back to me. But instead, he's more like, yeah, I mean, well, you know, that first round. He's very acting like, I mean, I guess you could say he's acting like the champ again, but it's like, you're not. You're not anymore. You can say that it was a Hail Mary. It was the perfect shot. My cat's been in here the whole time. Um, it was the perfect shot or whatnot, but I don't think it was. I think literally... I think Leon had the off day. That's the best Kamaro had in his first fight. That's the best he had. Or in the second fight. That's the best he had. And it was like, all right. If that went to the decision, would we all really be talking about that fight? We're only talking about the fight because Leon 
head kicked him into orbit. And I think that's the Leon that we're going to see on Saturday. That Leon. The Leon in the first round. The Leon that took Kamara down. The one that touches him, touches him, touches him. Hits the leg. Hits the, goes up and down. Sets things up. And I think Kamara on a standpoint of striking is going to be, he's going to be playing catch up. How not to get hit, head kicked like that again. Where I think Leon and his team are past that. They're like, obviously he's going to be looking for the head kick. How do we stop him from wrestling us to death? Because that's what he's going to be doing. So I think that's easier because that's what they've been working on. Just keep on. And I think that's the difference between this fight. I could be wrong. I don't I don't really care, honestly. Uh, I could be wrong. But I really think. In my heart of hearts, what makes this fight different is I think. We've seen all that Kamaru can do. That's all he's ever going to be able to do. He's got two bum knees. He's 36 years old. Leon's 31. He's getting up there. But I feel as though it's now is his time. I feel like Kamaru's game plan isn't... It's, it's to the max it can be. Leon's figured it out. And now it's just polishing off the rest of it so... Like, he doesn't get taken down that easily, again, and held down. And to win in those other positions, he can get better. Whereas I think Kamaru doesn't have any room to get better. The years of wrestling has really, really taken a toll on his body. I think Leon does it. I think he takes it home for UK. I don't know if it's going to be... Pound for pound, headshot, dead. But I do think Leon gets it done. I think uh, either in a decision, in a way we're like, whoa, he really pieced up Kamaru and stuffed those takedowns. Or he submits Kamaru because Kamaru's pretty susceptible to getting submitted. Those are my predictions. Leon by submission. Rafael by TKO. Gunnar Nelson, Casey O'Neill, Roman Delize, put it down, stamp it, notarize it. Those are my picks. UFC 286, O2 Arena, Saturday, May, March 18th, 5 p.m. main card starts for us in the East Coast. Um, that's all I got for you guys today. Hope you all enjoyed it. I'm going to try to cut this episode so I can do like my breakdown and then cut it and then put it on the channel as just my breakdown and predictions for the fights um other than that make sure subscribe check the noti bell or hit the noti bell subscribe remember sun scrap nation come train with me charlotte come train come check out the basement look look at all the good work we can get all you gotta do is click here if you click here it takes you all the way down you get the scheduling you just put your name i got some training videos look at all these cool things you can do have any questions I'll get back to you. My phone. My phone number. Whatever. Point being. Um, SunscrapNation.com. SunscrapNation. Daniel Jonas as always. Until next time. Peace.